Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Good morning. Hey, Pappy. Uh, Pappy. Uh, I, told the guy, I, told, I told the guys a minute ago that you're up in Fayetteville attending the uh, the funeral of Mike Burling game. And um, we have told, we, we've been told that story by Rick Schaefer before. And I think there was one other person. I can't remember. But I know Rick had done it about his Heisman campaign. At uh, He was a sinner. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. And uh, right. he, I don't know. If he, I thought I don't know if he went to Rick or went to Coach Holtz, but you know, sort of tongue in cheek. But uh, but it was very creative, and 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 I, I never got a chance to meet Mike. I don't believe. What kind of guy was he, yeah. Houston? Oh, uh, David, just the ultimate teammate. Um, he was uh, such a hard worker, very smart. He was from Norman, Oklahoma, and you know, I, I don't know if you remember, but Coach Holtz put we were second team. And he put us in every the first yep. third series of every game he played us. Love it. And Love it. and I do too. I do too, David. And the thing one of the reasons that I knew that that he had trust in Mike, he knew there would not be a fumble snap. His his snaps were, were perfect. And um, he was an excellent technician. But uh, better than that, just a great, great teammate, quick witted, smart, and everybody loved him. What 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 happened? You was this unexpected? Uh, I did not I did not know he was ill yeah. or what what was the scoop here? Yeah. He, he got cancer um, uh. in the stomach and um, it's just got to stage four and um, just sad, just way too fast and uh, just sad. And he's a great wife, um, Lynn, uh, two two kids, Megan and Joe, and <laughs> just a great great family and just boy, just makes you sick. Well, you know, and I got a chance to see Dean Weber, Raj, by the way, up at uh, Fayetteville, spent uh, spent an afternoon with him, and, and he's not doing great. So, man, I just, just Roger and I kind of re- try to remind each other, used to man, he's just, you know, all of us in the ages of fifty plus, sixty plus, just gotta look around and make sure we appreciate those friends and family we're with, because you know, tomorrow's not promised. And I hate to hear that about Mike. Well, let's uh, in another, obviously, on a less than positive note, let's talk about what's happening on the hill. First, let's go to the Auburn game. Um, I don't think. Any Anybody saw that coming? That was a uh, that was a, that was a that was a bad look in a bad game. Yeah, you know it's disappointing when you um, you, you just beat Florida. And a little bit of excitement right there. You went to the swamp and won a big big game, and and Auburn really was a to me a below you know average Auburn team. I, you just nobody really scared you uh, on that team, and I really thought we're coming back home after the Florida win. That'd be a victory because you know you look you look at the schedule. You got a chance yep. now to get to a bowl game, yep. and so that that's that that's, that was disappointing, you know. And you just the, the, from everything, you know, effort and the whole bed, and that's um, that that's tough for. Hmm. Yeah, so now you have a situation, Houston. You know that not only do you lose the game, it's just the optics were were bad. It was just uh, you just weren't even competitive, and and you got embarrassed. And that's the second game in a row. Now you've lost three in a row at home. And the the other one was Mississippi State, which you only scored a field goal against one of the worst teams in the SEC. And so you got you got you, you know they're on the ropes now. You got a Florida international yep. team that um, that you should beat. 
but but nothing's guaranteed. And, and then you got a Missouri team that comes in red hot, and then you have really nothing to play for other than personal pride. Uh, you don't have a bowl game, so you know what you know what is Sam Pittman going to do with this team at this point to try to get them based on their performance last week and nothing to play for from a bowl game standpoint. What what has he got to do to get this team ready? Well, that's that's the million dollar question, and that's what's tough. And now you look towards the end of the season, and you know the players. What are you looking for? What are you looking? What's your what's the goals? Well, the goals are gone, except there's two games. And so to me, well, this is where it's really, really the toughest job there is. When uh, you know there's noise and outside noise, and now players, um, hey, do you care? And and to me, that's where your your younger players do really get them ready to go. Get them ready to play, and make sure the ones who want to play, they're the only ones that play, and that's the way it has to be. And and so, you know, it's just a, a pride and a commitment factor there, and and uh, it's this is the toughest time there is, you know, for for coaches uh, because it's uh, you know it's just as you know it's just a negative time. So, um, are your have your players lost hope? Have your fans lost hope? You have all those things that are swirling. So now who's going to reach out? Who wants to play? Who wants to be a Razorback Saturday? Because, boy, last Saturday you sure didn't want to be. And, uh, it, you know, here's the other thing. And nobody knows it better than you, Houston. You've been there, done that. You know, obviously, you've had planes flying over with banners and ads in the paper, yeah. and you, you, you know what it's like. And so now he's he's getting that. Now he's got, you know, media people coming in there and, and you know, asking about job security. And, you know, he's got to deal with recruiting. Just talk about yeah. maybe what that's what that's like yeah. to try to deal with, you know, work, you know trying to coach your team. Thing was different for me is you know when I'm, when I had planes flying, FOIs, and different things coming at me, you know we're winning nine games. You know we're we're still right. we're fighting, back. and and the players were, were very very close. Um, it, it, it's hard. It's really hard to shut that thing out. And uh, but that's where that relationship with the players, especially your seniors, your older guys, your leaders in that locker room. The one thing we knew, we knew that the Darren McFadden, Felix Stone, we knew. Jonathan Louise, all those guys that we had, we can name them all, we knew that we were together and we knew that we were going to fight. So that's easy. You go back to USC game, well, I'm going to go back to 2004. You know, we got our feelings hurt pretty good going out to L.A. And I remember Coach Bulls coming, you know, at me pretty hard about can we we not stay on the field at home with USC? (laughs) And I said, Coach, not at this time we can't. And I said, Pete Carroll bought a, bought a pretty good team. What do you mean? <laughs> I, said, I said, Coach, he's got Reggie Bush, and he's got Lindell White, he's got a seven first, second rounders, and I just got to do a better job recruiting. I just can't believe that, that uh, he would buy a team. Uh, I, you know, so he changed the subject, but then about a couple of years later, well, you know, Reggie Bush, he, he turned in the. Heisman Trophy or something. I can't remember who said on the ministry. I said, yeah, I tried to tell you all in 2004. But, my, but, 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 the, but the bottom line was, it, it, it really wanted to figure out, hey, we're going to get faster at every position, and we're fixing to get very physical. And so we had that mindset in 06 and 07. We felt like we could beat anybody, even with all the noise and everything that comes around. Hey, we can live with anything. We don't don't worry about anything. It's us and us against the world. And have that kind of attitude. And so this is what's tough, David. You don't have that. You don't have 
that end of the year carrot that you can look to. And yeah. real quick, you don't, have, you don't have McFadden number, Oh, exactly. And speaking of McFadden, David, you know, I have nothing against the players, but there's a number five being worn on offense and number five being worn on defense. Come on, wait a minute. Put that number up. This guy is a two-time, was a two-time Dope Walker Award winner. He was a Heisman Trophy runner-up twice. Should have won the Heisman Trophy. He put his team yeah. on the back, so committed. I mean, that number needs to be put up, guys. Like Coach, you're not listen. Like uh, preach, because like we've been saying that, and 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 you know, and and I know we talked about it last week with someone, and someone on that point was saying, you know what? Make sure that we give it to uh, somebody who uh, uh, wears it and 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 earns it. No, put it away, shut it down, put it in a case, hang it up, do whatever. That's his. It's over. And if they didn't have one on the on the defense. Quit it, by the coach. Way, they do. Oh, by the way, speaking of Houston, of Darren, did you hear what he did? He came out this past week and talked about his addiction issue. No, no. So he came out. He made he made a post on Facebook. We had him on the show the next day that he had been. He's six months sober. Uh, and he admitted that he uh, he had had a drinking problem since he was 15 years old, and it caused mm. mental health issues. Really came out, Roger. Yeah. Do you agree? Absolutely. Came out was really honest, and and we we brought it up to him, and he told he told his story, and now he's starting to do more interviews. And we told him, listen, Darren, what you're doing yeah. now is going to have an unbelievable impact. So you might just touch base with me. I just yeah. told him, man, man, yeah. listen, it's it's going to be one of your greatest yeah. legacies besides yeah. your football as you helping others with right. what you're going through. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Coach, he, the other he told thing. me he told me two or three weeks ago that he had, that he had, he had stopped and uh, you know he's, uh, he's he's been sober, so I was real proud of that. But I didn't realize that he came out. I'm so glad he he did that. Yeah. yeah, that's public. So uh, uh, he needs everybody that loves him to uh, uh, reach out and touch him, so that yeah. he knows that uh, to hold him accountable. Uh, and that's what uh, uh, that's what. Uh, uh, addicts need uh, coach the other thing that this coach has to worry about this year to me is uh, when you talk about you're talking about you had uh, you had uh, you're absolutely right because i already thought about it as well you were winning eight nine ten or, you know what i mean uh, all those games yeah. going on you also had mcfadden and hillis and and uh uh, uh hillis and Felix jones. Felix jones but here's the thing coach and you knew they were coming back now you got yeah. players who they may skate uh, and not even come back next year, let alone the players. I'm not so sure that some of his assistants, knowing that he's on a, uh, a, a hotter-than-warm seat, that they don't start looking for gigs. I mean, who's going to want to come and be his OC if you know if, if, if they go, you know, he might not even be here after a year. Yeah. Well, that's what makes it tough. That's what makes it tough. You know, when you know, a lot of players left last year, and so now this this portal thing gets real, uh, very real when things aren't going right. And then you mentioned the coaches, and that's what what's tough is now you got two or three that are possibly think, well, should we be looking? And and that's where you know you have to make a hard decision with. Um, and now do you go out and get another offensive coordinator? Uh, you're going to you're going to spend money. And you're going to have to spend two to three years of money because the contract's going yep. to be right if you're going to have somebody come yep. in and and you know gamble with possibility. Hey, when you, when you know your your job is online and you got family, and so that's the thing that's so tough. It, it yeah. puts so much uh, pressure on families and and yeah. from assistant coaches all the way through. It's it's, it's not easy, as y'all know. No, it's not. Now, not to uh, you know, for coaches like Sam and all that, they're not going to be worried about getting a shutoff notice from uh, a center point. Uh, they'll be fine. 
uh, you know, not like uh, not like uh, the police officer, the guy working the highway, and that's where they were at the grocery store. But uh, uh, you're right; you got to uproot that family. I mean, you know that uh, 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 fraternity better than uh, we do. We need to talk about folks who are struggling, uh, might be struggling. So, so Reed's, Reed's Metals obviously sponsors Houston uh, every year. So here's it is: always that time of the year they do this. They're donating a new metal roof to a neighbor in need. If you know someone in need of a new roof, nominate them online at reedsmetals.com backslash giving the hashtag back. So if you just go to reedsmetals.com, you'll see the, the, the place that you can do that. Nominations are accepted through November 22nd. So it's a really cool deal. If you want to help somebody out that may be in need and Absolutely. needs a new roof, Reeds Metals will do that. Yeah. We appreciate them. Uh, That's great. Uh, and, and, yeah. uh, Houston, the last thing we'll do, obviously, 70, 76 million. Talking about how crazy things have gotten. So, first of all, you know, a and the, 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 you know, Ross Bjork came out and said, obviously, we learned an important financial, le- financial lesson here. And I think everybody in the country who is an AD needs to look at this and go, okay, are we going to let this keep going? You know, right. I think we've paid $146 million, uh, you know, over the last uh, year in, in, you know, dead money, which coaches who are, you know, are not coaching but are getting paid. So, but this is the biggest. And, and uh, just want to get your thoughts on, on the whole Jimbo Fisher situation, A&M, and the money there. You know, the, the, when you start reading out those numbers, that's staggering. You know, it's, it's just hard to believe that that uh, people can go sit on their back porch and, and make that kind of money. And um, it, it just I, – I don't see how you sustain it. Now, now there's going to be the teams, uh, Texas, Texas A&M, you're, you're going to have teams that have just boatloads, boatloads of money. But it's going to come down to, to the athletic director now. So there's got to be more pressure on him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't you can't make contracts like that. You got to make a right decision. Everybody's now all of a sudden to me the, the pressure goes up because how many how many alums are going to continue to say okay hey I'll write the check so so he can leave and so we can get somebody else. Oh by the way now we don't have to pay for the new guy too and the assistants they're going to need two to three years <laughs> yeah. contract. So it just it never ends. That's the world that you're in now. It's gone to another level. That's poker now, and it just it blows your mind. It blows your mind, and so. Uh, we're in a different world now, and you add the NIL, different, different world. But, different world. But, but I'm going to tell you, and I know he's a, he's a friend of yours, and obviously you were a client of his, but, but here's the deal. And so you can't blame Jimmy Sexton because Jimmy Sexton keeps making these, sure. he keeps making these deals, but it's going to take, sure. a, it's going to take an AD to say, no, yeah. I'm not yeah. doing it, Jimmy. Yeah. You can walk. Yeah, it's, you know what, you coach? Walk. Basil, it's not just a coach. It's going to be me going up to the concession stand going, can I get a hot dog and a, and a Coke? Yeah. And then the person on the right. other side go, that'll be $75. And I'm going, well, wait a right. minute. I'm not paying $75. Right. For this but, but, that, but that hasn't happened yet. Well, but, but that's where the, the, the well, and then, yeah. of course, you know, that's another thing too about this weekend. You know, where the pressure will be. You know, Hunter Yurchek decided not to make a move on on Sam this weekend when some thought they, he might. So then you're going to have a small crowd this week against FIU. Maybe even yeah. a smaller crowd against Missouri. So then you see the apathy set in. Then the oh, pressure becomes yeah. to, to, to Hunter Yurchek. But if you know, here's the deal, though, Houston, Houston, if he's got donors that say we're not going to pay that sixteen million, you know, A and M's got a gazillion dollars. No big deal for them. They got enough guys yeah. to do that. Yeah. You know, it's still bad business. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 you yeah. know, then the problem though, though, Houston, if you you know the debate on do you keep him another year, you're limping in the next year. Yeah. You, you know, he's on a yeah. one year string, and so it's just a bad situation. That's why last week's game was such a shocker. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have I'm like you, I, I thought this thing, and so did the experts. You know, Arkansas was a two and a half point favorite. I'm not sure if I, right. I've ever seen a, a team 
just get throttled so bad. And they look at every phase, man, every phase. It was bad. It was a bad look. You know, listen, I hate it. Listen, I, I'm a Razorback, right. and I, I don't want right. to see that kind of deal happen, right. and it makes it bad for everybody. But, you know, there's right. money involved. There's a transfer portal coming at December 4th. Yeah. It's just a really uh, – yeah. and the only thing that changes it, guys – is how you play on the field. That changes everything. It, it either changes it, it for the good or it changes it for the bad. And so, um, anyway. Winning solves it all. And it I, does. It does. And I guess uh, I'll just have to wait for David to say, hey, Roger, I'm going to concession stand. Do you want something? <laughs> I go, yeah, Bass. Get me a Coke and a hot dog. Are you speaking today, uh, Houston, at, at, I, um, at Mike's funeral? I am. I am. It'll be an honor. Let me tell you, yep. if Houston if Houston Nut shows up, he he should be speaking at your event. That's just the bottom line. Well, What's well, that well, thing? What's that thing called? What's that thing called where you can get should, celebrities? Should have been at Coach Burles. Where you get celebrities? <laughs> What's that thing called where you can get celebrities? Oh yeah. What's that called? Uh, Cameo. cameo. Yeah. Can we can, can we need you, to get you, Coach you, to do a cameo for us now on our funeral that way we can play? <laughs> do you do cameo, Coach? You ever heard of that before? Oh yeah, oh yeah. My daughter got me into that. Yeah, you're you on cameo. Oh my god, cameo. Money. cameo. You can get used to no. not on cameo. Ray. That's an awesome deal. Hey, Ray, hey, Roger, I'm not charging seventy five dollars. It's worth. Oh my god, you're worth seventy five dollars. I'm real nice. Oh my gosh, listen. I'm real nice. I'm real nice on that. You, can, bet get, you, you can get used to that on Cameo to get a motivation. What are they, about 30 seconds, 60 seconds? What is it, Houston? No, I go I go two minutes. I give them I give – you'll be surprised. You know, guys have these golf uh, outings yeah. and fantasy. They have teams, and they got me, you know, motivating these fantasy football teams. These guys, these guys are really good. And, okay. uh, I'm looking at you fun. right it's now. Fun. I saw it's, it's, 50, it's fifty dollars to get a uh, a Houston uh, video on Cameo. That's right. Listen, it's worth Houston. Yeah. That's too yeah. cheap, man. It needs to be about that's what I told Roger. That's what I told Roger. I'm not seventy five dollars, man. I'm, I'm standing down there alone. Houston, Houston, I'm, that I'm is giving, too. I'm giving back. That is, yeah, yeah. He's giving back. But here's the deal: for fifty bucks, we pay Coach Nut to send a video to us singing a Christmas song. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> To our grandchildren, Pappy, Pappy, we can see. Houston, you need to get your daughter to renegotiate that fee. Well, that's do way it. too let's low. Is that because you know what I'm thinking now? Yeah. Oh, I've already. Yeah, I'm thinking right now. Where I, is, listen, I got a group of uh, of 75 year old plus women out there that I think would cut the cut the check to me for for 50 bucks for me to give a little. So I'm strong in the 75 plus category. No, you'll be Houston. fine. You'll so, be fine. Hey, in that uh, one. That, that's amazing. That hey, is, we're awesome. gonna have to drive some business your way on your cameo, man. That's exactly that's, right. Go to. Cameo, C-A-M-E-O, type in Coach Nuts, and there it is right there. Look at, select a video type, holiday, birthday, fantasy football, there's pep talk, there's roast, there's advice. Coach could give me advice on how to handle some issues with, with, with colleagues at the office. Coach can question and other. That's awesome. Well, good stuff, Houston. Well, listen, uh, uh, I know it'll be a, a, an inspirational uh, visit by you at the funeral. I hate to hear about Mike, but thanks for jumping on with us today. We appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for having me, guys.